Welcome to the VMOX Road to Mobile Victory podcast. Enterprise mobility is bigger and more complicated than ever. In this series, we'll talk about the latest trends, inspiring success stories, and simple and effective tips for managing your corporate mobile assets, expenses, and services. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Andrea Leiby, Director of Marketing here at VMOX. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the ins and outs of hiring the best IT professionals. We'll dive into those skills and experiences you should look for, from a technical expertise to problem-solving abilities. We'll break down what sets apart the best IT and telecom candidates from the rest. We'll also explore the age-old question of whether to outsource or insource your enterprise mobility management. Joining me today is Paul Krauser, VMOX Senior Director at Data Management and Business Intelligence. Welcome back, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Here comes the fun stuff. The question. All right. I know we're not there yet, but what is one thing you're looking forward to doing when you retire? I mean, I think just traveling. I haven't done much of that. Now I have kids and yeah, getting to show them the world and trying to not work and travel and experience the rest that's outside of the borders of the U.S. I would say ditto for me. I would say I love to read, but I just don't do it enough with the kids. Volunteering also would be something great to do. So all of that stuff, traveling, spending time with family, sounds like a, a good retirement to me too. Right. I do plenty of reading, but they're mostly children's books with no chapters. I, oh, that too, or business documents, right, which exactly. don't count either. Not as fun, no. Not as fun, no. All right, so let's get to it. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're a mid-sized organization or you're an established enterprise, you know, building a good and robust telecom team is crucial if you want to stay ahead or honestly, frankly, above water. What, in your opinion, do you think that folks should be thinking about as they put together their dream teams? So it's a great question. Being the, working this space for as many years as I have, I mean, there's, a lot of key criteria you want to look at to finding the best resources. I think the first thing to look at is just your company environment. You know, what type of mm-hmm. devices do you have? How spread out are you? You know, what is the model you have for supporting your end users? And that's going to dictate what type of work they'll need to know how to do. Your line count plays a big factor. Smaller companies that maybe have 10, 20 phone lines out in the field, maybe not, right? Maybe yeah. you can do it with a small team, but a lot of lines may change that. Do you require end user support? Are you shipping and holding devices? Uh, is it, are you offering corporate liable? Are you doing stipends to pay back your, your employees for the phones that they're using? And, and really it all boils down to what do you need from your team? And that can drive into how large of a team and what skills do you need for them? Yeah, that's true. So everyone wants to know if there's any hidden secrets, right? For hiring the best of the best. And, you know, you've been in telecom mobility a long time and you've done your fair share of hiring and managing. Are there particular skill sets you think or traits that are important to have in order to kind of manage mobility effectively? Yeah, I think, I think there are. And it, like you said previously, it boils down to what you, what you want from your telecommunications team. But you, you're going to need expertise to navigate the carrier portals, pulling down bills, checking things like your usage patterns over time, pulling unbilled usage reports so you can see those people who may be traveling and what actions to take on them. There's the entire nest of uh, allocation sort of questions on the reporting side. Who has which phone? How much should they be using? What department and cost center are they going to be billed back to? And that can require strong analytics. 
a lot of the experience around contract negotiations, being able to work with the vendors, get the best pricing possible, the right devices in your contract so that when they come out, you can offer the best pricing to your employees. Obviously, the, the technical configuration of MDMs, setup of devices, onboarding new employees. And then, you know, from those devices, when a person leaves the company, how do you offboard? Where do you store the device? How do you wipe it? So a lot of those technical skills can be important in the team that you choose. And I think some of the most important stuff, and I think it kind of applies beyond MMS entirely, but just grit, having people who stick mm -hmm. with it and finding people who want to stick with the company and contribute outside of the what's in the job description, right? And I think those are important traits for any role. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of times it's, you're looking for that person that actually is kind of the jack of all trades, you know, that old saying, jack, you know, master of everything, you know, specialty of one. But I think in this case, you do need someone that has a wide skill set in mobility because otherwise if they're so pigeonholed and they can only do that say one thing it doesn't really serve the whole mobility program so i think that's true and i and i think that lends itself to the fact that a lot of companies are at a crossroads right you know should they entrust their mobility management to their internal team or do they want to outsource to an external expert you know, the stakes are high. If your mobility is a mess, it's not contained within IT, right? It can wreak havoc over the entire organization. CEO doesn't have his phone. We have field team that can't function without maybe their tablets or their other devices, and it impacts everything. So we kind of talked about this a little bit in a previous podcast with Simplicity Communications, and they were talking about firsthand how they saw you know, the talent shortage just affecting their clients during the pandemic and otherwise, how outsourcing and bringing in automation allowed them to kind of fill some of those resource and skill gaps. And I think today, it, you know, it doesn't feel like we're out of the woods yet, right? There's a lot of headlines still about the potential recession. And, you know, these teams that we talk to day in, day out, they're still under a lot of pressure. And I think a lot of times their leadership is looking for that quick fix or something to kind of cut budget or put a Band-Aid on something. But those nearsighted decisions around, let's say, cost can impact things across the company in the long way, right? It can create more employee turnover and stress and really just more than just the bottom line, I think. And so, you know, how do teams make that right decision. You know, if they are looking for a vendor, how do they make sure it's the right fit that can fit them during these kind of stressful times, but also as maybe they grow and expand? What do you think? And I think the biggest decision is going to be based on whether the vendor, vendor can scale with your needs. Do they have the ability to adapt when the environment changes as you ramp up or ramp down? Can they support you through that change? Okay. Typically, a vendor like VMOX would, would allow you to bring up new employees or even turn down without having an impact on your employee count directly. So people who can can scale up and, and grow from a technology standpoint, but also from automation. So it also comes down to understanding what your needs are. So when you meet with a vendor, um, sharing with them how you support your end users. Is it white glove versus basic support? What type of engagement do you plan for? Do you need to support the devices from cradle to grave? Or is it more just make sure the people's phone is working? 
right? There's a lot of those requirements that need to be fleshed out and, and making sure your vendor has not only the the resources headcount wise to support it, but also the technical understanding and the ability and the training, because that's an important part of it. The last thing you want is one of your executives to lose their phone, call in and have a terrible experience because they work with someone overseas or near shore or what have you. So making sure they, they fit culturally aligned as well. And I think the other part of it is, is you know, really how much control you want to have in your environment, right? Are you a person that wants to be very hands-on and, and know everything is happening across the board? Or do you want to trust that a vendor understands your needs and can take it over from you? Those things are, are very important in deciding which vendor is right for you and your company. Yeah. I also think about, too, let's say you have Susie Q, name I always use. But let's say you have Susie Q and she's been managing your mobility for the last 10 plus years. You know, does it get to a point where Susie can't manage it by herself? Or maybe there's new um, policies or regulations within their industry that impact her work? Or maybe Susie Q takes another job and Susie Q is no longer there. And now you're left with no one holding the bag, right? And that can be a big risk to the company. So I think placing a lot of stock that Susie might be there forever is a risky decision, I think, for companies. And I think that's why more companies are outsourcing certain functions outside of even mobility and telephone. I mean, I think it's obviously becoming prevalent in other areas. And I think about VMOX's sales from the past year, and I would say a majority of our new clients are really, they've purchased what we consider our full scope, right? All of our managed services across the entire life cycle from procurement to the financial piece to that end of life management and you know, cost optimization used to be the headline years and years ago, but honestly, it's not what people are, are focused on as much, if anything at all, in some cases. And it seems to be more around streamlining operations, controlling risk, improving the user experience, which all of those things are really hard to execute by, let's say, a single department or even a single person. So I'm sure you've kind of heard and seen a lot over the years. Are there any stories from clients that come to mind that kind of depict this? Yeah, sure. We, we, we've seen several customers come on board over the last year or so that kind of changed the way we would normally uh, focus our onboarding efforts. Like you mentioned, a lot of customers in the past and kind of comes in waves focused on cost saving. That was their main goal. Yeah. How quickly can you save us money? But we've had some customers recently that challenged us on savings wasn't the top priority. It was more around Employee engagements. We had some companies that were spinning off from their parent company. So they needed to have their own account set up. They needed to deploy new devices to these folks. They needed to make sure that when they're hiring and ramping up these new employees, they had phones available to them immediately. Ooh. So they wanted a vendor to really provide them a mobile program, not just outsource the optimization effort. So it was really around how fast can you get us stood up in a sustainable environment and make sure that this new entity is successful from a, a mobility standpoint. We had some other companies that were facing industry regulations and they needed to roll out devices for all their user, new users. And they needed to go from the previous environment to more of a BYOD, bring your personal device. And, and they couldn't really support it. So they brought VMOX on to really help them through that migration, to help them set up those devices and, and help them to make sure that those devices are working as they should and get the full life cycle of support um, that they needed for their, their end users and the service desk teams. Yeah, and I think a lot of times, you know, let's say you're hiring someone new, there's going to be a period of ramp, right, where they're learning the tools and the and the company and the and the policies. But if you hire externally, 
they can usually hit the ground running and, and most times kind of get things in motion in, in a less than a week or even a month. So I think a lot of companies are balancing that decision with, you know, there's other things that come with hiring employees, obviously like benefits and stuff, and also how much time is it going to take for them to get up and comfortable um, with these tasks. I think about, you know, everyone wants to be a rock star, right, or hire one. But it's not always about that flashy degree or maybe those latest certifications. You know, what do you think is the most underrated skill that successful people, especially those working in IT, need to have? You know, I, I think it's it's Susie Q, right? Going back to her and, yes. and her experience. It's the ability to look beyond what's what's in front of me, right? So the ability to big picture, understand what's going on in my IT space. It's not just about buying devices or shipping out devices or, or just cost cutting. It's all of those things combined and building mm -hmm. a sustainable program that allows you to be successful and support all your end users, your executives to, you know, support and, and please your CTO, your CIO, director of IT, all those folks who are making those decisions, building a program that is aligned to their needs and their long-term goals. So that may be, you know, looking at it and making sure you have the right plans in your environment, the right contracts in place, the right device policies, and really focusing on not just the ROI, but also the employee experience. Because as you mentioned earlier, in today's market, retaining employees is, is important. It's key. Mm -hmm. There's too yeah. much competition out there. So you have to build an environment that focuses on the cost savings, but also the employee satisfaction. And with that, being able to balance the operational process with the business acumen, the ability to make those decisions based off the business needs and be able to work with the executives to understand what their needs are so that you can put it into future planning. Having the mindset of it's important to the company, therefore it's important to me and not being the, well, that's not my problem. Somebody else can fix it, right? And it goes back yeah. to the grit we were talking about earlier. So anticipating needs, building those into your plan and then executing on that are the most important parts of finding the right person for you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And sometimes those are not the most tangible things that you seek out or that can be found on a resume, but I think they're they're really important to consider. You know, kind of to wrap this up, I think it continues to be one of the most powerful tools you have, right, to grow your company and your apartment and its people. And whether it's internal and you decide to go that route or you decide to employ someone like VMOX as your partner, you know, as Google says, hiring is the most important thing you do. So I think it definitely pays to get it right. I appreciate your thoughts, Paul, always insightful. And I look forward to another conversation. From all of us here at VMOX, thank you for listening. Remember, mobile victory can be yours. Just trust in the experts. We'll see you next time on the road to mobile victory. To learn more, visit us at vmox.com or follow us on LinkedIn.